for agility's sake. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kyle Spitzley, and with me today is Lisa Gordon. How are you doing, Lisa? I am fabulous. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, thank you so much for joining the uh, the show today. I'm excited to be here with you and to talk about portfolios, portfolio management, and just how that works in the world of, of Agile at Amway. So just to, to get the audience a little more familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I have been at Amway for about four, four and a half years now, and I dabbled in a variety of positions from business management to SEO, content management, and spent about two years as a scrum master. And now I'm the portfolio manager of the brand and selling group within the digital space. And I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I mean, I know I've been, um, I think I've told you this before in person, but I've just been hearing from the team and from other folks that are in your, your group in digital um, and others that have just you know given kudos to your work as a portfolio manager. So keep up the great work. You are helping us in the transformation. You're helping Amway. You're helping the ABOs. Uh, so keep it up. Um, so uh, to start, yeah, to start with, I'll ask, uh, what was your first experience with Agile? Ooh, my first experience with Agile was so I was invited to a meeting. And I was not sure, you know, like many of us, we get invited to meetings and we're not quite sure what our purpose is there. And I think about halfway through the meeting, I asked, you know, what was my purpose? And my boss said, well, you're the new scrum master. So so I thought, what the heck is that? And left that meeting. And of course, immediately I, I went back to my computer and I looked it up and started researching really what a scrum master is and started to learn more about agile and the transformation that we're trying to work through at Amway right now. And then the last two years before portfolio manager position came up, um, I really started to embrace and understand, you know, what part scrum masters play in the success of our transformation and all the things that we're trying to do with Agile right now. So yeah, this, it's been fun. It's so funny because, <laughs> you know, everyone goes into those some of those meetings and you're like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. And mm-hmm. then to just be told, oh, you're going to do this. Like, okay. All right. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but I love that you kind of found, you know, excitement and passion through a weird set of circumstances. And and now, you know, you've you've gone from scrum master to portfolio manager. There was probably one of those moments of like, I don't know what that is either. But now you've been doing it a while. You've got it figured out. So as you stepped into that portfolio manager role, it was probably very similar to when you started with the scrum master role. There weren't it was new. There was a lot to learn. You're not sure how it all fits together. Um, And for our audience, our Amway's agile workflow model that's our model for how we flow value through the system of the organization to get it into the hands of ABOs and customers. And that's a digital product, digital experience, et cetera. And what we are trying to do is to break that down into four tiers and make it clear 
that each tier has a different responsibility, but they all collaborate together to create that system of delivery. So we have the investment tier, which is about market opportunities and how much money do we put into them. The portfolio tier, which is where you play, and that is about what problems are we solving, which ones are the most important to solve first. And then there's the product tier where you have the product team suggesting here are the features and solutions that will solve those problems that are prioritized. And then you've got the delivery tier, which is your development teams, your, your scrum teams that are actually building the things uh, technically and delivering them. And so those are the four tiers and you're in that portfolio tier and helping at that epic level. So what's the role of a portfolio manager? So the portfolio manager really supports and keeps the portfolio team accountable so that we can identify the problems to solve. In other words, the epics um, that will deliver the most value against Amway's strategic goals. So not only are we identifying the problems, but also how are we going to measure the success of solving those problems? And then within the portfolio, we need to ensure the flow of value from our delivery and product teams against the epics that we've determined that are the highest priority. So part of that is, and, and you hear me say, we're talking about aligning with the strategic goals of Amway. And that's really in aligning with our investment tier because they really know we need to get close to our ABOs and our customers and we need to deliver the value and really focus on them. So they kind of give us the arrow in the right direction and we determine those problems. And then the last piece of that is really making sure that as a portfolio, we're consistently validating, did we deliver what we thought that we would? Did we create the value that we thought that we would? And then, and then really deciding what adjustments do we need to make so that we can better deliver that value and decide if it was the right thing that we made to solve that problem. So we're continuously evaluating what we're building and what problems we're solving to make sure that we're aligning to Amway as a whole and all of our goals together. Oh, I love that. And it feels like there's probably so much more there under the hood that we just don't have time to go into. But what I'm hearing as you describe that is our, you know, CEO Milland has has established a vision for the journey to A70. And, you know, when we get to that 70 year mark as a company, we want Amway to be 10 times easier for a new ABO to attract and retain loyal customers. And that is a big lofty goal. And it's a temporary one. I mean, 10 years seems like a long time, but it goes by fast. And what you are describing at the portfolio layer isn't like a big effort to figure out how are we going to get all the way to that A70 vision. It's establishing a system that has a continuous flow of value and has a high discipline of getting very clear on which of these things are most important to solve first. How do we know that we actually solved the problem and measured that value? And then inspecting and adapting and learning to, to do it differently. And so you build in this, I want, I want to call it like a, a rigorous discipline in that portfolio layer, collaborating with the investment tier as well as the product tier and figuring out how do we just make this system run on all cylinders so that we can keep marching towards that A70 vision because two years from now, we both know that what we're working on is going to be different. 
but we mm-hmm. still need that system there to be able to validate this is the most important problem right now and this is what it means to successfully solve it. Love that. Yep. So exactly. As a, so as a as a portfolio manager, what's what's exciting to you in your role? What's the most exciting thing about it? Well, Kyle, that's easy. It's the people. That's it's, it. It's it's yeah. It's the it's the relationships that we're building within the portfolio and across the portfolios even, we have really hard discussions inside of our portfolio about prioritizing the work that we need to accomplish and challenging each other to really figure out how to measure the success of the problems that we're trying to solve. And even though we have tough discussions, we're still supporting each other and laughing about it and building those relationships and maintaining that positivity and also promoting transparency in the transformation. So just being open and honest and having great conversations, those relationships really mean a lot to me and it's really exciting. Oh, that sounds really awesome. I think it seems like it's not the norm to be able to have those hard discussions that can be politically charged, you know, about my thing's more important than your thing, or, you know, I think this is the most important problem to solve. For us to reconcile those and come together and have a shared understanding of what is actually the thing that's going to get us closest to our strategic goals, that takes a lot of maturity and it takes a lot of trust. So, I think that's awesome that you guys have established that within your portfolio team. Um, I'd love to see more of that, you know, it, just across the organization. Um, so kudos, mm-hmm. good work. It's, thanks. It's really inspiring to watch. Yeah. All right. So what's the most challenging thing about it? I would say the most challenging thing would be prioritization. Kyle, you know, we all want to do it all. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I certainly do. Yeah, absolutely. We can't, right? We can't. No, we can't do it all. So prioritization is hard. All right, uh, hold on. Really hard. You just yeah. said you just said that the most exciting thing was having those hard discussions around prioritizing yeah. work. And now you're saying the most challenging thing is the prioritization. Well, that's what, what makes it fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me an example. Tell me how that works. So an example would be if we're in a heated, challenging conversation as a portfolio team and and maybe not heated, it could be heated, uh, but we're in the middle of trying to determine the value and ranking the value across all of our epics. We had a moment recently that we kind of had this little peanut butter spread, someone called it that we wanted to say that everybody was special. So every epic is special and we want to do them all and they're all kind of sitting in the middle. We're saying that they're all valuable and we had a really hard time kind of spreading them out to determine low value versus high value. And we had a member of our portfolio, one of our strategists that volunteered their epic to say, this is probably the lowest value epic out of all of these that I'm looking at. This would be the lowest value compared to the rest. And that took a lot of gut. That took a lot of guts and a lot of honesty to volunteer that in that environment where you're having these conversations. And that's where it goes back to, that is the most exciting and also the most challenging. 
Okay, <laughs> that, that makes sense. And I imagine that when that person, you know, vocalized this, that their epic was probably the lowest value relative to the others, that probably opened up the conversation for the rest of the group and made it easier for them to say, well, yeah, this one's a little more valuable, this one's a little less value. Did that happen? Absolutely. The conversation just took a turn and the amount of trust and support within the room was just phenomenal. And it's been like that ever since. All because one person had the guts to stand up and say, you know, my thing's not as according to achieve our objectives and our strategic goals. This thing isn't as valuable as the others. And that takes a lot of guts, like you said. Yeah. Thinking about that ABO and that customer and who we're serving, it could possibly be lower value. And and just volunteering that, I don't know. What a great example of live to serve, you know, and, and lead with heart. I love that. All right, so what else is challenging about the portfolio beyond prioritization? Uh, So I would say communication while working remote has been really challenging, which is probably not news to anybody else, but just those day-to-day touch points and, you know, drive-by conversations that are just so easy, especially when teams are sitting together. We don't have that now. So it's a lot of one-offs and communication is hard. Things get lost and we have to be really careful that we're staying close. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a challenge for everybody right now. You have to be very intentional mm-hmm. about having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would say just just another little thing to throw in there, another challenging point would be really, you know, making sure that we're aligning across Amway as a whole to make sure that everybody understands their part in our transformation and holding ourselves accountable. We just need a lot of honesty right now. Yeah, we all have a part to play. Mm-hmm. Speaking of other people who have a part to play, I know that as we get towards the end of the year, you know, we're in Q3 right now. And won't be long at all before we roll into Q4. We will start talking about next year and what are the plans for 2021 and what are the most important uh, problems for us to solve then. So, as mm-hmm. a portfolio manager, you know, facilitating the the value delivery through the portfolio, what's the most important thing that you would look to your product owners? What would be the most important thing you could ask them for right now, contributing to the portfolio as we look to plan for the next quarter, or the next year? Can I say more than one thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we got to prioritize, but you can say one more than one thing. Prioritization is key. Yeah. So to our product owners, uh, I would say the m- most important things to us as a group is really staying close to your product and your users, continuously getting the feedback and the metrics from our tools that you're working so hard on and, and feeding them through. So that would be one thing. The second thing would be keep the work flowing, breaking that work down and getting ahead of the game, making sure that we're building the right things to solve the right problems so that we can reach our goals for Amway as a whole. And then third, you know, and everybody is going to laugh at me, make sure you use JIRA to promote transparency. It is a great tool. I just want everybody to put everything in JIRA. Oh, wouldn't it be easier if everybody did it all the same and it was all there, (laughs) connected and visible? There is so much uh, work that goes untracked because we don't use a tool like Jira in all cases. But Mm -hmm. that's that's great. So I want to ask a clarifying question. You know, when you said 
for the product owners to stay close to the product, get the feedback and the metrics, and then feed them through. What are we feeding them through? What do you mean? So we would feed them through the portfolio and as a whole. So at the product level, at the portfolio level, depending on the size and if it's an, a problem that we need to solve or if it's just something that we need to fix, that user feedback from the tool and the metrics mm. are so important to our success. So as the portfolio team, you want you need that information to be brought from the product owners where they can create insight and say, hey, this is what we're seeing in terms of user behavior or adoption. Mm -hmm. And this is the feedback we're getting that drives some of the prioritization of the epics mm -hmm. going forward. Right. Yeah. If they don't have the pulse on the product, then the portfolio as a whole will not be successful. So we really depend on our product owners to be able to communicate that to everybody. Yeah, you'd be working in the dark if they couldn't mm -hmm. shine a light on what you needed to know. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So as we get kind of looking into the future in terms of how portfolio works, so just as a, a backdrop here for the audience, you know, we've been on this agile journey for years and we started with the delivery teams, the, the dev teams and implementing Scrum and using Scrum Masters to facilitate those ceremonies. And that 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 was quick and it seemed to stick really well with a lot of teams. They just got it. Like it was that kind of when you were a Scrum Master, you had that realization of this is better. This helps me. This helps my team. This just makes everything about work better. And and that was a new way for us to work. And then we switched uh, the way we did product teams. We used to be very functionally oriented. Um, now we're switched to productized teams. So the teams are all about a product. And then we, we spent some time getting good at product and delivery together. And then about a year ago, we got more serious about, all right, let's put the portfolio layer into place and get better at defining the problems and prioritizing what value needs to be delivered first and, and measuring the success of what we deliver. And so we've been doing that about a year now. And you've been a part of that journey for probably the whole time. And I think, you know, the progress we've made so far, thanks to you and, and the others like you and the portfolio manager roles, when we look forward into the next year, What's that next hurdle that we're going to have to overcome as a portfolio tier in the Agile workflow model? I would say our next hurdle as a whole is probably still opening up our communication and being completely honest with ourselves and everybody else to make sure that we are working and focusing on the most important things that are going to get us to that A70. Mm -hmm. um, so the challenge really being the communication and alignment across our portfolios to make sure that we're working on those things. So managing the dependencies early, making sure that we're all aligned on processes, making sure that we're sharing our learnings across portfolios to make sure that we're all on the same page and working towards a common goal. That would be probably the biggest hurdle that I see and I'm working on. Yeah, I think yeah. I know. I know. I've heard it, you know, a number of times in the last few months. That's just it's mm -hmm. been one of the the questions that's been posed. Like, how do you do this across multiple portfolios? And we're just talking about um, like six portfolios in digital. We've got one in IT right now, and that doesn't even include you know the marketing and sales work that is being fed into those portfolios. 
um, or has their own portfolio outside of those groups. And so we're just we're talking about, you know, the the early stages of implementing this type of discipline. And, and so it's super exciting. I'm glad you're on it and you're helping with it, because if we want to get to a 70 and have Amway be 10 times easier for the new ABO, this is the kind of discipline and work that's going to have to be put in. Yeah, and it's going to be it's not going to be easy. Like I said, it it's going to take a lot of communication, a lot of honesty to be able to work through this. And I tell you, I couldn't do it without my other portfolio managers. Yeah, Maintaining those relationships. Everybody knows the quote. They never said it was going to be easy. They said it would be worth it. And yep. I think that rings true in this situation. Absolutely. I have all the faith in the world that it's going to be worth it at the end. Yeah. So what what uh, what would you like to leave the audience with? This has really been great. So thank you. Uh, any Any last statements for the audience? So, yeah, I want to say, you know, the transformation that we're going through right now, this transformation is really a journey and we're all doing so fantastic. Everybody has been so inspiring, so supportive. So I just want to say keep going forward and supporting each other as we're growing and walking on this journey together. We'll get there. It'll be awesome. Oh, I love it. Those are Amway's values spoken so well. Thank you so much, Lisa. This has been great. I really appreciate the time you put into doing this. Thanks, Kyle, for having me. Yeah, it's great. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's Agile journey, follow the hashtag Amway Agile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amway Agile forward slash in your browser.